Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunch's 6 a.m. prayer call. We meet every Monday and Wednesday at 6 a.m. as a community to pray. If it is that you have any prayer requests or you want to join us live, log on to our website, stolenlunches.org slash pray. My name is Melody McCourt-Stevens, and I am so grateful to be on the call with you guys this morning. So we're going to jump right in into the devotion. Um, I'm going to be reading a a passage out of Isaiah 43 and 12. And Skylar decided she wanted to get up and um, pray with us this morning and be in the words this morning. So she was singing. So if you guys hear her at some point, just bear with. Um, Isaiah 43 and 2, I'm going to read. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Um, When I was just in prayer, and honestly, just last week altogether, um, I was thinking about, you know, what I was asking God, you know, what is it that you have for me to share this morning for the devotion? What would you have me to pray over? And he said, I want you to just speak from a place of the heart. You know, I, I've been posting and I've been talking about sometimes you have to encourage yourself, and I'm definitely in that season of encouraging myself, you know, not necessarily looking from the outside. Yes, I appreciate the prayers. Yes, I appreciate the words of inspiration, the words of encouragement. And so when this scripture came across, it was so powerful because it says, when you pass through. And so, of course, I looked up the word and I thought about through. And through basically means used as a function word to indicate movement. Wow. To indicate movement into at one side or point and out at another. And especially, I was just saying, you know, this too shall pass. This this season shall pass, right? In addition to that, through is one of those things where you know that you're not going to stay there. You're in this season. You're in this place. And no matter how hard and trying it may seem, and it could be a, a good season, whatever that looks like for you, um, just know that it is a through season. It is a through time. Um, in the passage, it talks about how um, they shall not overwhelm you. You will walk through the fire and shall not be burned. It's one of those things where you're going to come out on the on the other side of the situation, and you won't even smell like fire. Like, I want you to just simply, simply get that in your mind, get that in your head, get that in your thought process. Like, you are going to go through. And as they talk about it, and I'll, I'll share that briefly at the very end, you know, your test becomes your testimony. And so God wants us to be reminded that um, this world is full of hardship, but we can be comforted. We can be comforted in knowing that He knows our hearts more than anyone else, um, even ourselves. He hears us, He hears our cries, and He wants us to run to Him. A lot of times when we're going through, you know, situations when we're going through hardship, when we're going through through things. We tend to run away from, we, we run away from people, we run away from God, you know, we get angry, we get irritated. I remember even on last week, someone said, Melody, how are you feeling? And I said, I'm angry, I'm hurt, 
I'm upset, I'm mad. And I realized that it was okay for me to get those feelings out. It was okay for me to say those words. And then it was one of those things where God, you know, he continued to minister to me. And he said, I need you, number one, to lean in. It is in your desperation. It's in the hardship. It's in the pain. It's in the trials and the tribulations that we face that when we cling to God, God is the ultimate healer. He's the ultimate redeemer. He's the ultimate restorer. I remember growing up in the church, and it's one of those things, you know, the mothers of the church and the elders used to say, it's that still, small voice. Like, I want you to pay attention, and I want you to listen to that still, small voice. And it is through that still, small voice that God can begin to speak. But he wants you to be still. He wants you to take quiet time. He wants you to sit in meditation. And it is through those moments that when you can hear his still, small voice, that he can speak to you in a mighty way that will transform the direction and the perspective of your life. Because God is simply a gentleman. I love, 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 love knowing that God is a gentleman. He is not going to force himself on you. He's not going to force quiet time on you. He is not going to force meditation. You reading your word, you reading your scripture. God is a gentleman, and He's saying, "If you come to me, I'll be there. I'll love on you. I'll show you. I'll give you the glimpse of the other side." But I simply need you to come to me. And then number two, um, and you just resting in God and knowing what that looks like is knowing that our test is our testimony. You are not alone. A lot of times. We think that we have to um, cope through situations or we're all about, we think that we're the only one. We think that no one else has gone through what we're going through. We think that, you know, we don't have anyone to talk to. But I want you guys to, to just simply remember even this community, right? Remember stolen lunches to know that, you know, yes, we have 6 a.m. prayer call every Monday and every Wednesday. We have Bible studies every Tuesday and Thursday. You have the opportunity to simply lean into this community and know that you're not alone, right? So I want you to take to to lean into that, to trust that process, to to understand that God is with us and it is in the through that we have the opportunity to trust God like no other. Our pain can be our platform to relate to others and to bless them with our story, right? There's so many stories in the Bible of Jesus walking with us, simply ordinary people. And he takes ordinary people and he does extraordinary things uh, with them. So in the midst of struggle, which means he will in the midst of struggle, which means that he will be with us, whatever it may be, um, he's here, he's listening, and he wants to fight for us. He wants to fight with us because we've already won. The victory is already ours, um, and he asks us to just rest in him. And so I wanted to leave you with these words of encouragement so that you'll know that Jesus is a. And I want you to simply fill in the blank. I started. You know, Jesus is a healer. He's a restorer. He's a way maker. He's a keeper. He's a provider. He's a friend. He's a comforter. But what do you need Jesus to be for you today? 
Whatever that is, I simply want you to write that out, put it in your tablet, put it in your cell phone, you know, put it on a sticky note, and just remember throughout this week that Jesus is, and whatever it is that you need him to be, he will be that for you. Um, and then lastly, ask, ask Jesus to give you the strength today to endure all that is in front of you. Help you believe that God is with you in the highs and in the lows. And then the last scripture I want to leave you with is 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. So we do not lose heart. Through our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. So renew every single day. Lean and depend on God. Trust in him and know that he is there. All right, we're going to go to the Father in prayer. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this year. God, you said to enter your gates with thanksgiving, to enter your gates with praise. And so, God, we just want to come to you with praise this morning. God, we love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. We thank you, Father, for your good and your mercy and endure forever and ever and ever. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for you being a loving God. God, we thank you for you being a provider. We thank you for you being a healer, God. We thank you for you being a restorer. God, we thank you for you loving us even when we felt like we didn't deserve your love, God. We know that that is a lie from the enemy. And so, God, we thank you. God, we come to you with a heart of gratitude on this morning. And so we just say thank you, Father. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you've already done, God. Thank you for your promises because they are yes and amen. God, we thank you for every single prayer request that's come through on last week, God. We thank you for knowing that you've already sent out your angelic angels. They've gone before, God. We thank you for every single answer prayer. We thank you for even sitting and being there in the waiting room, God. God, we thank you for peace, patience, provision protection, God. We thank you for who you are and knowing that it is in the waiting season, God, that we just have to have faith in you. For we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so, God, we pray right now that you give us the ability to be slow to speak and swift to hear, Father. God, allow our words to be in alignment with what you have spoken over our lives. Allow our words to be in alignment over the prayers that we have prayed, Father. God, when we come to you and we pray, you said that we're to pray as though it's already done. And so, God, we thank you for knowing that it is in the prayer that it is already done, that you've already done it, Father, that you've already made a way, that you've already done the miraculous. And so, God, we thank you. We thank you for being slow to speak and swift to hear so that we don't curse the words that we've spoken, that we don't curse the prayers that we've already prayed, God, but we walk in knowing that it is done. And so, God, we come right now, um, and we thank you for marriage. God, I pray right now that you will cover, that you will cover marriages. We know that like never before the enemy, he is after marriage. He does not want it. To, to prosper. He does not want marriage to prosper. But we understand that marriage is a ministry. And so, God, we speak right now 
to the enemy because he has no power. We thank you for wives stepping up and being wives and husbands stepping up and being husbands, God. We thank you for them being women, honorable women and honorable men, God. God, we thank you for you showing us agape love and being able to walk that out, God. We thank you for giving us hearts of forgiveness. We thank you for you showing us what true love, godly love looks like. God, allow us to love because you said that love covers a multitude of sin. And so, God, we just thank you for allowing us to love like no other. God, we are grateful. We're grateful for times like this. We understand that there's highs and lows, peaks and valleys. But, God, we thank you for knowing that you're a restorer, that you're a redeemer, that you can do all things, that you can do everything. And so, God, we thank you right now for you just doing it. We thank you for you just making ways out of no ways. And so, Father, we just ask right now that as we go forth on this week, that you will be with us, that you will declare your mighty word, God, that you'll put um, someone in our path that will just give us that encouraging word that we need. We thank you for you coming down and being heaven on earth, that we'll get a text message, that we'll get a phone call, that we'll get a letter in the mail, that we'll get a gift. God, that there'll be something that speaks to us in our love language that lets us know that you're present, that you're in the midst. In Jesus' name we pray. If everyone will unmute their phones and say amen. Thank you for tuning in to Stolen Lunch's prayer call today. You could join us live Monday and Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Log on to stolenlunches.org slash pray for more details.